Hi, it's Shirley. And Monisha from Make It Shine Money. On today's podcast, have we reached a tipping point when it comes to tipping? What is tipflation and are we tipping too much? Keep listening to find out. Okay, so Shirley, you know that this is a topic that has been on my mind for quite some time now. And in our last episode, when we were talking about the cost of food, I couldn't help but think about a hidden cost of eating out, tipping. That's right, Manisha. So tipping is one of those financial gray areas, right? You're never quite sure how much to give, Mm -hmm. when to give, or if you should give at all. Yeah, and while I'm super thankful that in Canada we have point-of-sale devices now that do the math for us, I've been finding that the suggested percentages, they've been climbing up at like a ridiculously fast rate. Yeah, I noticed that too. So I remember before the pandemic, 15% was pretty standard to tip in Canada. And if you really, really like the service, like if it was exceptional, then you tip 20%. But now the suggested tipping percent starts at 20%. Okay, so this is my tipping story that actually just set me off the edge. So we went to Wasega Beach over the summer just to get away locally. And while we were there, I went to grab two slices of pizza. Okay, so it's already crazy. And I know it's a tourist site, but it's already crazy that a slice of cheese pizza, this is a no-name brand pizzeria, it costs $5.99. So that's already crazy. And then when I went to pay for it with my credit card, it actually took me to a tipping option. And it said the base percentage was 25% and it went as high as 35%. So can you believe that? I mean, this is not a restaurant. I just ordered it. I got a slice on a paper plate and I actually had to ask for napkins. The cost of food in restaurants has already gone up an average of 8% in 2023 compared to last year. So when you start seeing tipping options that start at 20% or higher, now the cost of your meal has gone up even more. Yeah, exactly. And tipping percentages are calculated on top of taxes. So for example, let's say you went out to get a burger and fries and it cost you 20 bucks. Last year, that would have cost you 18.50, including the 8% increase in average food prices. But now, let's look at the impact of tipping. So last year, let's say you tipped 15% after taxes, that's $24. Today, if you use the base option and you're tipping 20%, that same burger is $27. And the thing with tipping, essentially, if you're on a tight budget, this may not be something you would have considered. So it's an add-on, and unless you're a mental math wizard, it's not easy to look at a $20 burger and fries combo, which is expensive to start with and know that it's actually going to cost $27. You're right. And the fact is that we are tipping using a percentage. So if the cost of the food is already higher, then using the percentage, you're already paying a higher total dollar amount. Yeah, so did you know that in 2016, the average Canadians tipped about 10%. Oh my God, that sounds crazy right now, right? Yeah, so it's such a cultural thing to do, right? So I remember when I was traveling in Japan and I left a small cash tip and the waiter chased me down to give me the cash back because they thought I had forgotten to take it. And the first time I took a cab in Singapore, I left a tip and the driver was confused and then he was offended. Yeah, in Asia, tipping is not customary or even at the same percentages as it's in North America. And in Japan, it's actually considered rude to tip. So tipping in America is actually the highest in the world by percentages at an average of 20%. And not only do Americans tip the most, they also tip the most number of services. So we've really only been talking about restaurant service and tipping at restaurants, but things like taxi drivers, hotel workers, they all get tipped in America, but not in the rest of the world. Yes, so the history of tipping is quite interesting, and it's so different across the world. 
So the tradition of tipping can be dated back to 18th century Tudor England. The master would tip the serf for a job well done. Yeah, and this tipping culture traveled from England to the Americas in the 19th century. And Americans that, you know, wanted to seem more aristocratic, right? They really adopted it. Yes, and what's interesting is that the majority of Americans actually did not like tipping back then. It was considered undemocratic and a way to enforce a class system of nobles and serfs, which they had left behind in England. You're right. In fact, they actually banned tipping in six states in America in the early 1900s. And this anti-tipping movement actually made its way back to Europe with the support of the labor movement of the time. It actually led to the decline of customary tipping across Europe. So even today, the average tip amount in Europe is 5 to 10%, with 10% tip reserved for exceptional service. And if there is a service charge included, then you don't need to tip at all. So tipping in America really rose during Prohibition in the 1920s as tipping was used as a way to get things that perhaps were otherwise illegal. Today, tipping is used to supplement the income of servers. But back then, they were all well paid. So the origin of tipping is not just for good service or a job well done, but much more than that. Yeah, so if you're traveling in Asia, tipping is nice, but actually not required. And as Shirley experienced, it's considered rude in few countries. So when I first traveled to the U.S. from India, I was shocked at the amount of places that wanted tips. And then you realize that these people are actually living by the amount of tips they make. Yeah, and today many employers pay lower wages to workers in service industries with the expectation that they would make up the difference in tips. So I think so much of the tipflation has come across because during COVID, we felt that this was a hazardous job. Being in public, having to meet so many people, and there was a huge drop in demand, so many restaurants were barely breaking even. So we, as customers, wanted to do our part, and we happily tipped higher. Yes, and even using food delivery services like Uber Eats, or skip the dishes. I mean, the sentiment was that, hey, there's a risk here, right? These workers are taking on and we should compensate them for it. Food delivery is so interesting because back in the day, pre-COVID, if you had a pizza delivered to you, you would tip a few dollars. But now I find I'm tipping way more than that. And it's not Mm. even based on service levels. It's not like I'm tipping more if the food was delivered earlier. It's just built in now. Yeah. And the other thing is, since we've gone digital, it's so easy to implement tipflation. Because when it's based on cash, you only have the change you do, right? Or you just round up the bill. But now with like point of sale devices or online delivery apps, it's just built into the flow. And so some of these actually make it hard for you to change how much you want to tip so if you're in a rush you're like okay fine i'll go with this just option yes and there's a term called tip creep which highlights that now tipping is expected at many more places than it was previously so uber eats is an interesting example because they even have an option to tip the restaurant directly for the food prepared and previously that would just be included in the cost of making the food Tip creep is everywhere. So before tipping was reserved for dine-in restaurants, hotel workers, taxis, right? But now it's fast food, delivery, pickup, and even groceries. So I went to this like smaller, more boutique grocery store, and they had an 18% tip option when I went to pay the bill. (laughs) So crazy. It feels like anyone using a point-of-sale device is using the opportunity to add a tip option. That's right. I read this article the other day that said that you should tip 20% if you can to your hairdresser. And if you can't afford it, you should save up and buy them a holiday gift. That just feels really weird. Yeah, this is why people are getting more and more frustrated with tipping altogether. So Angus Reid did a survey in February 2023, and 59% of Canadians are keen on a pay model where a fee is included in the tab, right? So 
an end to tipping and having higher base wages for workers across the board. Yes, and what's interesting is that the response to the question that the price should include all fees, including the tip, doesn't change if you had a tip-based job before or not. So even waitstaff and others who have earned their living through tips want tips to be included in the cost of the meal, for example. Yes, and in the same study, 78% Canadians said that tipping is now no longer about service. And 73% say that it's just a way for employers to pay their employees low. So the study also highlighted that so much of tipping culture is guilt-based. Over 70% of all respondents believe that there should either be no tips or tip less than 14% for all services that get tipped today. But we know the average tip amount is over 15%. So people are doing it out of common courtesy or guilt. So I know I've tipped more, even if the service was terrible, because you feel it impacts the other person's livelihood. Yeah, 83% of Canadians in the Angus Reid study, they've experienced tip creep, but only 13% say that, hey, the increased tips actually resulted in a better service. So that entire premise that, hey, tips help you get good service, that's gone. Oh. Yeah, and this goes against the entire premise that tipping results in good service. Exactly. So what can the average person do when it comes to tipping and tipflation? So people are just choosing to not dine out as much to manage the higher tips. A recent study said 62% of Canadians are eating out less, but the overall money being spent on eating out is the same. Yeah, and people are just trying to manage within their budget, right? Like, I do this a lot, and I see more and more people making a point of tipping $0 and trying to normalize that. For example... You know, like I said, picking up a pizza slice from a counter, like that should not require a tip. I've also seen a few restaurants come out and say that they're going to start offering a menu with the complete price, including tip. So I personally love that. It makes everything so much easier for me mentally. Okay, so this is something I experienced at a restaurant recently. And when I was at the tipping screen, you know, I just made conversation with the wait staff and they said they actually don't even see any of the tips. And these electronic tips are actually going straight to the owner. So I actually don't know how much of what is shared, what they shared with me was true, but this is definitely illegal. And I wonder how many establishments are doing this, you know, just to get the higher tips to increase their profits. Yeah, so many restaurants have been sued over the years for not sharing the tips properly, especially now that it's electronic. Okay, so Shirley, what do you think about tipping now? I think it's become a daunting extra step when it comes to purchases mm -hmm. because you're judged on how you tip. Sometimes it doesn't feel warranted at all. So sometimes I choose to avoid it altogether and not make the purchase. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, there's so much color culture inbuilt and you want to tip when it's the right thing to do i've started making a point of where i think a tip is not warranted just normalizing that hey like this is not i'm not gonna tip it's gonna be zero dollars like if i'm picking up coffee at a coffee store or a slice of pizza or something like that like i just there is no service involved right and I mean, you can stretch this argument so far. Like, where do you start tipping bank tellers? Do you start, like, who needs to be tipped? So I kind of go more and more back to the, let's just not tip at all. Let's just have all the prices included and give us a total price instead of trying to force people to tip. So part of it is just renormalizing what we should actually be tipping for. Totally agree. So we would love to hear from everyone listening on where they stand when it comes to tip or not to tip. Yes, DM us on Instagram or TikTok at Make a Shine Money with your experiences and tipping strategies. Thank you for listening and please give us a five-star review and share it with a friend. And as always, don't forget to make it shine. Any views or opinions represented in this podcast are personal and belong solely to the podcast creators and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the owner may or may not be associated with in professional or personal capacity unless explicitly stated.